I've heard in the Jewish culture that when the wedding official says you may now kiss the bride, it implies that you haven't kissed before that moment. See, physical touch actually has power. So that depth of intimacy and union is only meant for the altar and beyond to the marriage bed. In the end, don't focus on how close you can get to the line, but focus on how you and your lover can get closer to Jesus. Is fooling around. Worn out Bible is a transformed spirit. Worn out Bible is a transformed spirit. 2019 rewind. Piece of bitches. Doing. I might be in jail. I might be quarantined. I might be in some crazy situation. But I'll tell you the one thing I'm doing this season: forgetting the things that are behind me. I am pressing forward to the things. What's up, Nick? Another Wednesday. All right. We're back in action. Back in action. Yeah. And you guys are back with us. Thanks for joining. 609 Online. My name is uh, Nick Rosado. I'm the junior high lead here at Northwest Church. What's up, everybody? I'm Jared, uh, high school youth pastor. We're excited to be here with you today. Yes. Yeah. Couple shout outs. I want to give a shout out to my daughter Ellie every single time. Ellie, I love you. Nolan, I love you too, my son. And then also my wife Ashley. Shout out. She's on the on the chat. So if you guys want to talk to Ashley, she's on there for you. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to my uh, my kids. They're in Idaho. Kenzie, nice. you're a strong woman of God. I'm super proud of you. Samuel, you're a strong man of God. I'm super proud of you. And all of you, shout outs to all of you who are in D groups. Uh, that is what we have been hearing from God to do in this season is come together in D groups. And so just shout out to all of you who are in D groups. Shout hey, out to all the leaders. Shout out to the leaders. Yeah. Debbie DiPietro, faithful servant. She's all she starts both junior and I think. She does, she does D groups in both. Man. I think that's amazing. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty great. Um, also shout out to Jonathan Felchlin doing a great job uh thanks for staying engaged um shout out to all of the junior high leaders actually in that matter you guys are doing a fantastic job with your youth um that you guys have brought in alongside you so if you're not getting reached out to and you're a junior hire by your leader let me know so i can make sure i connect you with somebody um but that's how i'm running it right now so that we're all connected um under one one united front uh shout out to um i don't know i i, I draw a blank here John um, a blank. John a blank. I got to shout, shout out the McConnell girls. Oh, um, yeah. They left their they their video got deleted. So you're gonna see us drive up to their house, but you won't see them. So I have to give them a shout out. I feel like. So there's that. Nice. Yeah, we have a video for them, or you have a video 
We also have some other videos today. It's been so nice outside with the weather. It has. It's been really yeah. nice outside. You know, you know why? I don't think we can think because I think this music is really loud right behind me. <laughs> You've got it like pointed right at your ear. That's that's probably. I was like, man, this is just. You're a like, little shout loud. out to whoever can turn down the music. <laughs> wink, wink, <Yeah>. producers. <laughs> Oh man, all I right. just, I love 609, it's, it's one of my favorite things I can do all week long and I'm super happy to be here. Um, this week we're going to be talking about prayer. So yes. if you've got your Bibles, grab your Bibles, get ready, here we go. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk about prayer, but um, before we do that, I think that uh, we, uh, are we just going to show that video now? Alright guys, we're at first stop Gravity Coffee. Um, we're down here in Tacoma, um, not too far from our own house. Hey guys, we are now pulling up to our first stop. We got the Gravity for the McConnells. It's, uh, it's four drinks. This is fun. We're actually excited. We get to get out of the house. Um, we don't have the kids right now. The kids are with uh, their Lola and their Papa over in Stillicum, so we are kid-free. All right, guys, we're gonna make the phone call. We'll roll up slow. We are here. Such a great video. Yeah, it was fun. I uh, yeah. thank you, hash strips. Those cookies were great. Woo! I finished those off. I just waxed them off last night, actually. Nice. Last one. Those were really. My daughter said you guys make the best cookies, so I want you to know that. Yeah. Um, and the rhubarb is amazing too. So thank you guys. Listen, just like Nick said earlier, we're gonna do probably do some more exchanges. So uh, amongst your D groups, start talking because maybe we will have some sort of like D group versus D group like. Who can bake the best pie and deliver it or who can have the the coolest exchange between gifts i don't know we'll do something yeah but just start talking about it uh and so 
you know, this week, Nick and I are just completely burned out on doing games for you guys. <laughs> I mean, I love playing games for you guys. It's a lot of fun. But we actually wanted to bring you a message from a handful of people. If you're familiar with Vogue, 73 questions from Vogue, we have something a little similar that we've made for you. So enjoy this video. Hi, it's 7 Questions with 609 Online. Can I ask you a couple questions? Sure, of course. Come on in. Have a seat. Awesome, thank you. No problem. All right, to get started, what is your silliest prayer? My silliest prayer? <laughs> hmm. Would that be like childhood prayers or anything? Anything. I think probably when it was winter still and I prayed for it to snow so we could have snow days at school and then like a week later we had a week-long power outage. <laughs> Do you ever pray in the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> Is it hard for you to pray out loud? <laughs> it can be. Sometimes it's hard for me to pray out loud around other people because I get stressed out when there's other people around and I stutter a lot but when I'm by myself like in my room praying or in the bathroom praying I I'm able to speak clearly and it's just like talking to a friend. Have you ever prayed for your church? If yes, what did you pray for? If no, what would you pray for? I think I've prayed for my church. I prayed for the church to grow. I prayed for you to grow because, you know, sometimes we've had those times where attendance is low, but lately like we've grown a lot and even with what's going on right now, everything is like we've had way more attendance. And, um, when you talk to God, what do you call him? God usually, or Father. I also pray to Jesus, but both of them, mostly God. When do you feel like it's time to pray? Anytime, <laughs> but some of the best times to pray are when I'm stressed out or scared or nervous, or when things are going really good or really well, and I'm happy and excited, and it's good to pray and give thanks to God, because a lot of times things can't happen with God. Mostly, That's good. Yeah. That's good. How has prayer changed your relationship with God? It's brought me, brought me a lot closer, and it makes me feel, well, it's just, I feel less isolated when I'm praying. When you just only read or only worship, it's just kind of empty, but the praying brings it together and makes everything personal, and you actually get to have that experience with God. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for stopping by. Of nice course. See you later. Bye. Hey, oh, how hey. are you? Good, how are you? Good. How'd you get in? I'll be asking the questions today. Okay. Uh, so, how do you feel about prayer? Ooh, I think it's one of the most powerful things you can do. You seem like a pretty spiritual man. How often do you pray? Uh, a couple times a day for sure. What you reading there? Oh, Romans. Do you know what they say about worn out Bibles? Transform spirit. Amen. Brian, your apartment looks kind of empty. Why? Uh, yeah, I'm actually in the middle of moving. I've got a week to get out. Oof. What's your silliest prayer? Praying for, praying for girlfriend, girlfriend. Oh gosh, this place is a mess. I know. Perks of moving, I guess. <laughs> What's your favorite place to pray? Uh, I would say my bedroom. It's probably a place that I consider safe and quiet and kind of like a little sanctuary, really. 
is nice. Yeah, thanks. When you talk to God, what do you call him? Uh, usually father. I feel like it's a little more personal and intimate. Do you ever pray in the bathroom? All the time, especially in the shower. Huh, nice. Have you ever prayed for your church? Um, yeah, I would say I pray for them on a regular basis, but also especially Sunday mornings. I ask God to just stir the people's hearts before we hear the message, just because that's what God does. Nice. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Can I have some? Uh, probably not, but maybe next time. When do you feel like it's time to pray? Uh, usually in the mornings, because that's when I feel like I'm awake um, and then I get to just spend some quiet time before I get to do anything and I get to have some coffee while I do my devotions. Cool. How has prayer changed your relationship with God? Um, honestly, in a huge way. Not only does God answer, but I feel like it's a time when I get to have more than just a prayer, but like a conversation with God. So I get to hear from God during my times of prayer. So getting to hear from him just as much as I get to ask him questions, I love it. Lastly, was it difficult to answer these questions? Uh, kind of, but not really. Bye. See ya. Come here. Um, what are you doing? I was just messing with bubble tea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have some questions for you. Great. Ready to answer. Okay. What's your silliest prayer? My silliest prayer um, is sometimes when I'm painting or drawing, I pray that I can make straight lines. Okay. Do you ever pray in the bathroom? Um, have you ever had to go bath? Is it hard for you to pray out loud? No. No. Okay. Not really. All right, all right. Have you prayed for your church? Yes, I have. I love praying for the youth because I love each and every one of you. And I've also prayed um, for the church family as a whole, especially during this time that we just stay safe and we just get closer to God. Okay. When you pray to God, what do you call him? I usually call him just like Father or Lord, but sometimes I call him friend. Okay. When do you feel like it's time to pray? I feel like you can pray at any time, and it's usually just like a feeling that you have. But you can pray when you're super sad um, and you're just feeling a lot of emotions. Or you can pray when you're super happy and just praise God for what he's doing. Okay. How has prayer changed your relationship with God? It's... <laughs> Probably what really sold me on um, that God is real because the more you talk to that one, ugh, what am I saying? <laughs> ah! Okay. Cut. Praying in prayer has really impacted my relationship with God because you can't get to know someone without talking to them. So the more you talk to God and the more um, you pray with God, the more you get to know him and his character and he will just show you who he is in so many different ways. Okay, thanks, cool. that's it. Peace. Bye! <laughs> Okay, Sailor, got some questions for you. First one, what is your silliest prayer? I'd say my silliest prayer would be that I could have endless Chick-fil-A for life. Good prayer. Okay, number two, do you ever pray in the bathroom? 
That's a weird question. How about, do you ever pray in the shower? Yes, I'd say I probably have prayed in the shower when I have bad days, but not regularly. When I have to pray in front of people, it's definitely nerve-wracking. Have you ever prayed for your church? And if yes, what did you pray for? Yes, I have. I've prayed lots of the missions at our church. I've prayed for people at our church. I've prayed lately that this coronavirus will calm down so we can all go back to church and that everyone stays healthy. Okay. When you talk to God, what do you call him? I call him God, Jesus. When do you feel like it's time to pray? <laughs> when, when your emotions get the best of you, and sometimes when you're having a hard day, it's definitely um, when I try to pray, but also on good days, I try to thank Him. I'd say prayer has definitely deepened my relationship with God, and it's became more of a relationship than just religion. And I definitely have gotten a lot closer. I can trust him a lot more. And he's kind of just like a best friend I can talk to whenever. Okay, Faith. Hey Faith, hold up. Hey. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Uh, nice day outside. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple questions for you. You mind if I ask a few? Sure. Cool. You look pregnant. I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> when are you due? Three weeks. Awesome. Are you ready to be a mom? Well, ready to be. What's your silliest prayer? Um, I definitely prayed for God to revive my super broken phone multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty silly. Do you prank your phone often? Oh, about once a year. Cool. Um, do you know the gender of your baby? Yes, she's a girl. Ooh, do you got a name? Eliana. Ooh, it that's means pretty. God has answered me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. He answers prayers. <laughs> um, do you ever pray in the bathroom? I do. I think shower prayers are the most powerful prayers. Mm, I think I could agree with you on that one. Um, you were a missionary's kid. I sure was. Where did you serve? Uh, the Dominican Republic for seven years. Ooh, that's a very nice place. Uh, speaking of, the weather there is a little different than it is here. Yes. Do you like shine or do you like rain? I like the sunshine for sure. Okay. Well then, with that question, do you like ice drinks or hot drinks? Um, I actually prefer hot drinks, ironically. <laughs> Interesting. Um, is it hard for you to pray out loud? No, I think I've grown up doing it, so I'm kind of used to it. Okay, back to motherhood. What's your biggest prayer as you prepare for motherhood? I think that she would be able to know how loved she is. Mm, that's a good prayer. Um, have you ever prayed for your church? I have, yeah. Okay, what was one prayer that you prayed for them? That's a good prayer. Uh, what's one good parenting tip you've received from your parents? Always go with your instincts. Mm, good. When you talk to God, what do you call him? Uh, I call him Lord or Jesus. Okay. Um, when do you feel like it's time to pray? Anytime. Okay. How has prayer changed your relationship with God? Um, I definitely feel more connected with him. Awesome. Well, it was great talking with you, but my last question for you today is, how difficult was it to answer these questions? Not at all. Awesome. Well, good talking to you. Bye. Oh.
Hey. Hey. Uh, see you there. You got some questions for me? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. First one is, what is your silliest prayer? Um, my silliest prayer. It's you know, it's got to be something like, God, please help my hair grow faster. Because you know, I don't want to have those ugly in between in between stages. I want to have long hair, but but this is just not it. It's not the style. Okay. Question number two. Do you ever pray in the bathroom? You know, I probably have. I don't, it's not something that I do on the regular, um, but I've probably done it once or twice in the past. Okay. Is it hard for you to pray out loud? Uh, it depends on the situation. Sometimes yes, mostly no though. Okay. Have you ever prayed for your church? And if, what did you pray for? Yes, I have. And, you know, I like to pray for, you know, the staff, the volunteers, the pastors, um, you know, just everybody who's kind of making the church run. And, yeah. Okay. What, when you pray, what do you call God? Uh, you know, I gotta go for the quick Daddy God. You know, that's just me personally, is what I call it. It's Daddy God. What 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 do you feel like when it's time to pray? Uh, I feel like it's time to pray. I shall ask God questions and bring thanksgiving. What does your prayer like change your relationship with God? Uh, well, I would have to say um, I'm, I'm much more engaged with God when I'm praying. Other, you know, I've heard a very wise man once told me. Uh, studying the Bible without prayer is atheism. And I'm not an atheist, so I prefer to pray. Okay, that's nice. That's all the questions, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cut it. Cut! <laughs> no, literally. Like, cut it. <laughs> Alright, guys. That was a cool video. I don't know about you guys back home, but man, that was so exciting here. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, we were trying to watch it and our computer died. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have it on my phone, but I can't see the yeah. comments, so we're running phone. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of ways. Like I had it on a tablet, I was watching it. We had it on a laptop, a phone. It doesn't work know. on the watch, but that's yeah. okay. So you can connect however you want, 609 online. But we do have... Do highly recommend if you're on Instagram, you miss out on all that, like, because we have all these videos we've made and we're playing them on the website, and that's definitely where we want you to come watch us for 609. But if you're on Instagram, we love you. So yeah, um, that's okay. You can pick your platform, but you're just gonna miss a lot of the show if you're not on uh, our live stream platform. That's, that's right. Time. What time is it? It is 6:35. Oh, you know what that means. It's time for the word. The word, yes. All right. All right, here we go. We got the word. I'm excited. This is a good if you've one. Got your, uh, if you've got your Bibles, get your Bibles because um, you know that a worn out Bible is a transformed spirit. That's right. And I just want to give a shout out to Brian Hernandez who gave a little worn out Bible message there. I loved it. It was so good. Also, um, make sure you get your uh, notebooks, your pencils. Because you right. know, note takers are note takers are world changers. Yeah, he also put that in there. So yes. shout out to Brian again. Yes, well done. Listen, it's it's not that your notes are going to be read somewhere, 
you know, and they're gonna change the world. What it actually does is when you take notes, it actually helps you meditate on all that God is saying and doing in the church, in our, in our leadership, in, in prayers that you hear. Man, sometimes when I'm taking notes during church, I hear from God and I just write down something Maybe Pastor Ben's preaching on a subject, but I hear God say something and I write that down. Like, note takers are world changers because you are called for such time as this to go change the world, be the hands and feet of Jesus, to spread the good news. Yeah. And uh, so that's why you're a world changer. But that's that's all for free. That's not our sermon. Yeah, no, so, I, I'd have to agree with that, though. You know, when you take notes, I, I was told... When you take notes, you start internalizing it oh, yeah. because you're not only hearing it, but then you're actually putting it into action. You're moving it, right? And you're writing down what you just learned. So it helps you internalize it. So when you want to memorize scripture, it's a good good way to do that. It's just writing down the scripture you want to memorize. Um, but yeah, anyways, all for free. We're going to get into uh, into prayer. So uh, That's right. What's the title of today? Oh, uh, our message is titled, Prayer is Not a Looking Glass. And uh, you can write that down in your notes if you want. But, uh, you know, growing up, I had this pastor, Pastor Jim Mater, and he, I mean, he had, it didn't matter where we were, it didn't matter what we were doing, Jim would stop us and we would pray. Yeah. And it didn't matter, public, out at a restaurant, in church, I mean, he just had faith and he would just lead us into prayer and we would link hands and we would just go for it. We would just pray. And I remember I grew up praying like with my family too and so like I was around a lot of prayer so for me like praying that that kind of seemed like that was something that we we just normally did yeah. um and so for me it was you know prayer was just talking to God and we just we just did it and it just felt really normal I don't think it was until later on in my years when I kind of started struggling um, some of you heard my testimony, parts of my testimony, but there was a season where I walked away from Jesus and the Lord, the Lord brought me back. But with a lot of that, I went through some hardship mm -hmm. and I think in my trials and in my hardship, my prayer life changed, you know, yeah. where I came to God, like just, just undone. And I came to him in frustration or I came to him with, you know, with whatever it was. And, and in that kind of prayer, I really, you know. I had to lean into God and like trust him. But my prayers were not just like the prayers I grew up with. The yeah. prayers I grew up with, you know, you start every prayer with our heavenly father. I mean, cause that's the way my dad prayed, you yeah. know, growing up. And that's what I heard. And, and there's nothing wrong with calling him your heavenly father. We talked about that, mm -hmm. but like prayer got real at some point for me. And it was, it was in my hardship and it was where, that happened, but it was, it was kind of, uh, someone said to me for the first time that, you know, you are valuable, you are purposed, you're destined, like God made you with a plan and a purpose, you're not a mistake, that I actually heard it for the first time in my brokenness, that I was able to turn around and, and my prayer life changed to where I wasn't praying because that's what a Christian's supposed to do. I was praying because I needed Jesus. Like, I yeah. just need you, Jesus. Yeah. And so, like, my prayer, like, completely changed, and it was, it was radical. That's and um, And then uh, you heard it. I put it in my notes here. Caleb stole my thunder in our little video. But uh, I've been reading this book, uh, How to Study the Bible and Enjoy It. And there's a line in there, and it says, um, it says, prayer or studying the word of God, studying the Bible without prayer is, is just atheism. 
And yeah. so um, I actually talked to him about that this week, and I was like, so we can't just read our Bibles. Like, we have to be men of prayer. We have to go after God, men and women of prayer. So um, so with that said, let's open the Word. Yeah. So if you do have your Bibles, we're going to read Matthew 6, 6 through 8. I'm just going to read it off my paper. Wait, here. can I stop you real quick? Yeah, just like your me. Pastor Jim would do? Let's pray. Absolutely. Let's do it. Jerry, would you like to pray as you open the word? I'll pray. All right, sweet. Father, Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for today, God. We thank you for yes, your Jesus. word. We thank you for your truth, Jesus, and we ask that you would be here with us, Lord. I ask you to be with everyone who's watching 609, Lord, and that your truth will come alive mm -hmm. in their hearts, Jesus, as we lean into you tonight and ask you, what does prayer look like, Jesus? And we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, Matthew 6. That's the gospel. That's the New Testament. It's uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. So if you find the New Testament, there you are, six chapters in, verse 6 and 7 and 8. Read this. This is uh, NIV. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Uh, the Pharisees back in the day used to go out and uh, they used to like pray on the on the corners of the streets, and so everyone could see them. And, mm -hmm. and Jesus said they have their reward, you know. Yeah. Like you know, they're, they're all the the approval and praise that they're getting from men to look how religious and holy I am. Like they've already received it, you know. Yeah. From, but that's why he he said this to them and kind of putting that in context. But um. What I wanted to talk to you about today from this is I, um, as Jesus goes on, and if you did our devotional this week, you, you read the whole, you know, this is how you should pray, which is what this chapter goes into. Pray like this, our Father who art in heaven. Mm -hmm. um, but our first point is Jesus wants to show you his beauty when you pray. Yeah. And so that's what Nick and I just want to bring to you today about, um, I think our culture is just so desperate and hungry for, for this. Yeah, for for prayer. Yeah, I mean, it, it summed up with with seeing beauty. You know, the world's broken and, and it's ugly. So when mm -hmm. when you're seeking beauty, you know, and there's nothing more beautiful than God and, and Jesus. And so when we when we were trying to seek something, the best way to be in relationship with that beauty is to pray. You know, that's that's our that's our hug with Jesus. That's our handshake with Jesus. That's our you know, just like when we want a hug from our Father, we want to we. That's how we do it. We pray to him, and that's and that's when we can receive and, and feel his power. And that's when you can see his beauty in the world. That's when he can transform your eyes. He can take your eyes and make them eyes of heaven, right? He can give you his eyes. He can give you his arms to reach. And, and that's that takes prayer. It takes relationship with him to know his will. Um, and that's when his beauty will be revealed. So I just think that's so, yeah. it's so powerful to understand that the beauty is revealed through prayer. It's it, mm -hmm. but it's through a relationship, right? You can't just understand it without yeah. having him reveal it. Yeah, you know, uh, every experience, like the height, the the biggest experience, the grandest, most amazing experience we could have in our lives. Like if there was like a crescendo, like ah, like amazing thing. The highest thing that we'll ever experience is having a relationship with Jesus. Absolutely, and, and being in that and experiencing His grace, 
which is undeserved, you know, mm-hmm. and, and his mercy, which is like, you know, we get that. And yeah. like actually taking that in experience that there's nothing greater. Like, you know, think of, I mean, there's, there, just think of like the greatest experience. And like, this is the greatest thing that you will ever experience. Um, I wrote my notes here. God wants to reveal his amazing joy that comes with walking with him. You know, there's nothing greater, nothing more beautiful. You know, there's nothing higher yeah. than being with Jesus. Absolutely. And we can experience that in prayer. Yeah. yeah. You know, as you, as you say that, it, it kind of reminds me of like when you, um, when you go to like a big Seahawks game or you go to a yeah. big, big sporting event and then they score like on the last play at the last second and you're like, Everybody goes wild. Oh, yeah. it's, crazy. it's crazy. Your heart's pumping. Yes, I've been to a couple Seahawks Dude, games. So loud. They're so they're too loud for me. I'd actually rather watch on the TV. Much less expensive. Also, um, we can't go to games. Anyways, we preach on Sundays. What am yeah. I talking about? But amazing. If you can go, it's still fun. But it's never going to amount to the excitement of Jesus. So that's I'll always lay down football and pick up Jesus because what I know is the excitement. And the joy that Jesus will release in my relationship with Him, will, is unattainable. Like this is you can't attain it on earth. It's yeah. not. It's not here, other than through Him. Yeah, He's the everlasting God. He transforms dead things into life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't get any better, greater than that. You know, it's <laughs> amazing. So, Amen. I mean, but but prayer. When you pray, if you choose to seek Him out and you start talking to Him and praying to Him. Yes, go read the devotional. Jesus taught us how to pray, but just prayer in itself. Like, not the ritualistic aspect of it, not making sure you say the right things. Just talking to him. There's nothing greater than just just having that relationship with Jesus. He transforms you. Absolutely. Our second second point is um, on encountering God in prayer takes going against the grain. Mm. So So you talked about how people on the street corners go out and pray. Um, and they're not really trying to humble themselves. They're trying to bring in crowds, um, and it's not an effort to to humble themselves and actually be with the Lord privately. For who knows what they do in private? Only the Lord knows. Um, but it's it's not a normal thing to go into your own room, take your own time, and go pray. You know the normal things of the world, or the natural man, as Paul would call him. The natural man would go play video games. The natural man would go. Um, I don't know, go play sports, go on to Instagram, go on to Facebook, message friends, um, do a lot of things other than pray. And so that's what a natural man would do. But the spiritual man, he's the one who wants to be in the Word. He's the one who want, not only wants to be in the Word, but wants to pray and have the Lord reveal the Word word to him. Hmm. So I, I think it's, but it's not normal, right? The normal, The normalcy of the world is just the opposite. Like spending time with God and praying, they would... The, the natural would say it's pointless, yeah. right? They would say, what's the worth of that? You could just, he'll cover me with his grace, right? But, yeah. but the thing you're missing is the excitement, the, the, the attainment of the thing you can't attain without him. And so that's through prayer. That's the relationship. So when you pray up, he hears you. You know, it says he hears all of our prayers, yeah. even before we even say them. Yeah, that's but, good. But if we don't speak it, then they won't, they won't, he won't hear it, right? And if we don't, he knows if we're going to say it too, right? Wouldn't that, I don't know. I've kind of thought that through my process through this week was if I'm going to say a prayer, would the Lord already hear it? Even though in the back of my mind, I told him I wasn't actually going to say it out loud. 
I think the Lord would know I wasn't going to say that prayer out loud. So it takes my confidence in the Lord to actually speak it with my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I think God is always pursuing us. I think he's pursuing you right now, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. I think I think God is after you. He's hungry. He says he's jealous for you. So there's this there's a pursuit of God after you. And, but it, I think it I think it meets this barrier, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> I think we, we put up this barrier, and I think uh, I think it's the natural man. I think it's our flesh. I think it's uh, obviously the culture we live in says you know to you know is against it. You know, and it's like yeah. there's this barrier of like God wanting for us to receive what Jesus has for us, and I think that we overcome that when when we choose to pray. Yeah. You know, some of uh, some of you who've had experiences with Jesus, you think of your great experience at camp or your great experience at encounter night or your greatest experience that you have with him. And there was a prayer involved. Right. There's a personal connection that you make to God where he meets you where you are and you're never the same. Yeah. You're changed through and through. But it, it doesn't just come because you sit in a building. So there's nothing. Spe- it's not like we want to be together. We there's there's power when we come together. You know, there's pre- his presence is here. We pray for each other. We edify each other. But there's nothing special or, or sacred about the the being here. God can meet you right where you are in your home in prayer, and you can have that same amazing experience that maybe you had a camp or or or, or a service where a preacher preached a message. You were convicted. And you were like man, Jesus, I, I give you it all. Like I'm laying it all down. I'll give up, Lord. I want, I need you. Uh, like I said, when I was growing up, like we heard all the right, I heard all the right things to pray and say, but it wasn't until I became desperate for Jesus that like he radically changed me. Yeah. And I had this amazing experience with him. So, but yeah, encountering, encountering God in prayer is actually going against the grain. It's going against the world, you know? Yeah. Amen so. to that. Cause you know, it's not it's not easy walking in this world, but if we walk with the light, you know, you can illuminate that that path for us. Um, wow, I I think God is just so so powerful, and the and the world is so so weak in His name. But we have to choose which one we we lift up, and and when we pray upward to Him, He'll give us the powers to reach outward to others, and so we need Him to help retransform our hearts. And that's daily. It's not, oh, I've done it once and it's done. No, it's daily. It's hourly. It's every minute. It's every second. We need Jesus and we need him. We need him now more than ever. Um, so if, if you guys are, are really just struggling right now at home, um, I know a couple of you guys are, uh, the Lord's kind of put that on my heart that some of you guys are struggling and, and you're, and you're, you're having a hard time walking with Jesus. Like, Sometimes you just wish you were part of another family that would pray, you know, and, and so, you know, we just want to pray over you guys right now that, that Jesus will come into your family, come into your home, come into your heart and transform your life, your home through prayer. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a scripture that came to my mind when we were preparing for this, but in Second Chronicles uh, 7, 4, it says, if my people would humble themselves, you know, and seek him and pray and cry out. And, you know, and, and then God would heal them, heal their, it says heal their land. And it might be a little out of context, but I feel like Pastor Ben has called our church to come here Saturday at two. So if uh, you have a way to get here, if your family's coming, I encourage you to tell your family to come Saturday at two. We're meeting as a church 
and we're going to go drive around Federal Way, and we're going to cry out to God, and we're going to pray, God, heal our land. Like, this is going to be awesome because we actually get to be at the same location. We have to be in our cars, and that kind of stinks that we don't get to, you know, have church like we normally would. But this is church. Church as we get together, we are the church of God. We're going to drive around, and we are going to intercede for the church. So we are going to pray. You know, Jared, so, it could be worse as Christians. We could be locked up in a prison, like Paul, and it, writing letters. And it, that's the only way we're communicating. At least we got video, at least we got cars, and we can go pray for our community. And we're going to pray over you right now that your prayer life would be real. It would be it would be a real thing. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be like me growing up and knowing what to say and pray, but it would be that authentic, dependent relationship between you and Jesus. So, yeah. do you want me to go first? You go first. I'll go first and then you can close. Okay, cool.